This month's Stacey's High podcast is sponsored by Croft McGraw Worldwide. Are you interested in practical self-defense, fitness, and fighting classes in a non-threatening environment? If so, Krav Maga Worldwide is the place for you. I've had some personal experiences over there at Krav Maga Worldwide, seen ages 5 to 75, getting some great self-defense techniques by Jeff Ferguson and his crew. They're most definitely are preparing you for this crazy world that we live in. If you want some non-judgmental experience, check out Krav Maga Worldwide. So go ahead and head on over to KravMagraIndy.com for additional information, or you can call them at 317 595-5728. You can also look them up on Facebook by searching Krav McGraw Worldwide Indianapolis. That's K-R-A-V-M-A-G-A Worldwide is one word. Indianapolis. Be sure to mention Stakes is High podcast to get 50% off your enrollment. Stakes is high. Yeah. When I first heard Stakes is high. I was in Stakes is high. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. My man TC is not here today. So I had to get some guest co-host here but we are going to call tc tc's in chicago i have returning she's not even a guest she's the homie one of our she won the number one um number one uh stakes is high uh what was that award i don't remember it just made me look mad groupyish. hell that's mad support anyway we got kate out here <laughs> hey y'all kate out <laughs> <laughs> So what's up? You said, hey, y'all, I didn't know that was you. Okay. That was me. Okay. What up? Welcome back. Thanks. You can't be getting, I mean. You know, I'm here. Okay. It's another day, Sunday. Drinking on some crown and apple juice. Okay. All right. On a all Sunday right, afternoon. All right, all right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, welcome back. You didn't look groupyish. You tripping. <laughs> all right. So our next one, our next guest, uh, this is the first time she is on. And she is a podcaster. Oh, <laughs> uh, used to be retired. Right. What is it? you retired? I'm on a hiatus right now. People. Okay, all right, all right. We got, <laughs> <laughs> we got Des in the house. What up, girl? What up? What's happening with you? Oh, not much. Hey, welcome to the Stakes High Podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you for Zeke. You're welcome. That was dope. Good. Zeke, I'm glad. Shout out to Zeke, man. Uh, Des is in, Des in uh, responsible for getting a Zeke a few episodes ago. <laughs> Uh, I think the episode was the name, the title of his book, and mm-hmm. it was... Uh, Black As I Want to Be. Yeah, Black As I Want to Be. Yeah, so yep. if you haven't listened to that, go back and check out Zeke on there. Uh, it was he, he was a good guest, man. We vibed out like we knew each other forever, so <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So what up, ladies? Hey. Hey. That's welcome, man. You've been We've been talking about this for a minute, right? We have. Yeah. I'm finally here. Yeah. yeah. I miss it. What was the name of your podcast? Another day? absolutely, absolutely dope, dope podcast. Yeah, yeah yes. We, so what happened? Uh... Everybody moved, but me. <laughs> so everybody left me. Uh, so I'm 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 the only one still in Indy, and everybody's schedule is so crazy these days. Brian actually has um, a radio show in DC. Oh, dope, Baltimore, dope. Baltimore, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
it's called Citizens Radio. So he swore he wasn't never gonna do radio again, and his ass is on radio again. So, <laughs> <laughs> but he's back with his own radio, so he's doing that. And Cam is in Chicago. Um, he's doing radio as well. Um, he's the program director at Logic Radio. Okay, so okay. he's doing that. That's what's up, man. You know, it's uh, when I first started uh, thinking about doing a podcast, I looked for a black podcast in the city. And you guys were one of the first ones I wrote up on. And I was like, yo, this, this, I love what y'all was doing. So I was like, it motivated me to, you know, to get it started. You guys and um, uh, Ignorant Philosophy. And then I ended up uh, stumbling on, uh, I got introduced to the Drunken Nights. So, you know, man, I was, I'm sad to see y'all leave. So. I know. We, we, we trying to do a little reunion show, but okay. Lord. People's schedules is all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I mean, this thing, people don't understand how hard it is to do this yeah, week to week and is. come up with topics and match schedules. <laughs> and But yeah, man. So, well, welcome back to podcasting. Thank so, you. All right. Let's call TC, man. TC, uh, <laughs> KDOT said TC was drunk at 12. But <laughs> he's in Chicago right now because we are going to Vegas. Uh, he's going, he leaves Monday, but here I'm calling TC. <laughs> See how this goes. If he answers. I just told him I was calling. I told you he wasn't going to answer. Yo. <laughs> what up, man? What's good, man? You live, homie. <laughs> we live. We live, baby. What's happening, man? Chilling, man. What's going on with it, brother? I'm chilling, man. I had a few already. What's good? See? I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there. What's happening, man? Oh, man. Uh, What's going on? Chillin', man. We we record, man. You live on the air right now. We already did the intro and everything. Hey, TC, where can they find us? Hey, man, you got man. Damn, you gonna go straight to it? <laughs> damn, you trying to get us to go straight to it? What y'all talking about? Spit the info, man. Come on, where can they find us first, man? Man, everywhere you can find podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing, man. <laughs> he drunk. I'm not drunk, man. I just had like three. I'm cool, man. All right. But uh, man, they they can find us at Stacey's iPod. It's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of our episodes. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, shoot us an email, stacey'shotpod at gmail.com. Boom. Yeah, he ain't that drunk. Easy. Well done, friend. He ain't drunk. I've seen well him drunk. Done. I've seen him drunk. <laughs> Y'all have. That's Y'all have. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. Uh, they talk about uh, you. What's happening, everybody? Though, man, what's, what's good, man? What y'all chopping it up on? Man, we got a few things, man. We got a, we got an idiot. You have to listen to the episode you since it. you aren't here. Uh, yeah, we hold it. Let the wait. I wait. I'm jumping the gun. Man, y'all, 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 get, y'all get heated, man. You gotta call me back. Let me chime in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We can call for your opinion, man. Uh, man, I'm, I'm you. This Vegas trip, man. I'm ready, oh, bro. Yeah. I'm ready. First thing in the morning, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm man. out. First thing in the morning, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm beyond ready. That's what's up, so, man. I, I look at, hot. I look at that weather. Yeah, it's in the nineties, man. So. Yeah, yeah, man. Ninety, ninety-five. Yeah. All week. Yes, sir. It's gonna be. It's gonna be lovely, though, man. You know. No doubt. Again, we trying to get away from this snow that we didn't had a couple times this spring so far. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'd be good to get some ninety degrees, hit the pool, some drinks, sure. some sunshine. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man. I just wanted to get you in, man, before we got started on the episode, man. And uh, I'll call you back when we, if we, if we have a a disagreement of the of the of the 
of the sexes. If we need it. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, man. You, you need back. This is you, and you already introduced the guest. Yeah, yeah, you already did. Yeah, uh, so you, Kelly, and uh, K. Dot, and uh, who else? You said Destiny. Yeah, Destiny. Yeah. yeah. What's happening, y'all? Uh, yeah, man, they don't let them gang up on you. All right, bro, man. I hit you back, man. If I need you, brother. All right, man, be safe. All right, peace. Yeah. All right, he wasn't that drunk. Make sure y'all get on the the Ferris wheel at the at the Lynx Hotel. Yeah, they have a um. So that Ferris wheel has like pods. It's not like seats like a regular one. I saw it. And I they have it. a happy hour. You could you pay like I don't even remember how much it was. It might have been like thirty dollars, but it's an hour of open bar on okay. that specific pod that you get in so there's a bartender on there and she just makes whatever drink you ask for and she just continues to hand you drinks i was really really drunk (laughs) i had like i had i literally had about 16 shots damn yeah it was bad she made like some kind of mixed strawberry lemonade raspberry shot and I promise you, I, I counted them. I had 16 because we was trying to get as many as we could <laughs> by the time we got to the bottom. And it was raining at the time. So it was it was weird. But 16, 16 of those things. Whew, and it was it was actually like less than an hour, really. It might have been like 30 minutes, but 16 and 30 it was minutes bad. I, it was Vegas. OK, don't judge God. me. <laughs> We're leaving judgment in 2017. OK. <laughs> Yeah, that's I paid my thirty dollars for that. That very <laughs> reason. My thirty for sixteen got, shots. Got that in some. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. They let's probably get... quit that rule after y'all. Left. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, we're gonna get rolling with this episode. Uh, I have an idiot of the week, so let's get to this idiot of the week. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. All right, so our idiot of the week. I don't even know who to make this idiot of the week, but. Uh, I'll probably make, well, let me explain to you guys what it is. So um, this is off CNN.com. And uh, what's happened is a Texas charter school, and we say Texas already, so you probably kind of know what direction we're going in. All right. Sorry, Texas. But it, yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a Texas charter school is apologizing after a teacher gave an assignment to an eighth grade American history class asking students to list the positive aspects of slavery so before i before i say uh you know where it's coming from texas this just literally happened uh a friend of mine her daughter got a similar uh a similar assi- a similar assignment here in indiana uh <laughs> in fishers yeah fishers. a similar assignment. Uh, of course it was in fishers and um I guess I guess we can make these teachers the idiot, right? I mean, you can't Absolutely. blame Texas as a whole in this case. No, nah, I just I was being it's funny because yeah, it happened here in Indiana too. So, right. And hey, move your mic closer to you. I don't just know. I don't just know. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, man. I, I guess. I can we name? Okay, let's just for the fun of it. All right. <laughs> let's let's try to do this assignment right now. Maybe the the point of it was that you can't. <laughs> the point of it, point. Was no. it that nope. like let's let's okay let's Lord, let's try let's try to I be can't even imagine let's try to be a student such. in her in her eighth grade class <sighs> to name a positive about slavery. <laughs> <laughs> 
positive aspects um, of slavery. That just sounds you know, stupid even saying uh, it. Solid work ethic. Um, Business wise, it was probably good for the owner <laughs> of the slaves. <laughs> Free labor. Hmm. Uh, um. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I yeah. was pushing it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um. Well, let me ask you guys this because we are obviously we know we probably can't. I mean, unless you're just a slave owner who you're getting this, you're getting rich off free labor. Um. How would you guys handle this if it was your 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 kid came home with this assignment? I'd go off educatedly. Um, I would honestly contact the teacher and ask what was what what are you, what would her or his expectations be? Like what is there a rubric for this assignment? Like what what did you expect kids to say yeah. as to you know what were their answers supposed to be cuz you know my child, if I had a child, would probably just put three bullet points. There are none, and that would be it. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. what did you really expect for kids to say? And if kids actually came up with some answers, like how would you, how would you discuss that with them? Because at the end of the day, there aren't any. So, if a kid came up with something, are you then, as the teacher, going to explain to them why that's not a valid answer, or you know what I mean, like? is this supposed to bring up a topic of discussion and go into why slavery was just, there were no positive points. And for you to think that there were, we need to talk about why you think that, because that translates into other things in present day. If you are in 2018 and you think that there are any positives out of slavery, then there's other things that that probably means, you know, are in your, your line of thinking, your train of thought, and that needs mm-hmm. to come out. It's obviously coming out with this assignment. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if like she meant like. I mean, because I mean, when you know, when we speak of we speak for ourselves, we say the struggles that we went through. You know, I wouldn't change it for anything because it made me who I was. You know, I maybe she's going that route. But first of all, like these kids didn't experience slavery first. You know, first and foremost, and. I don't I don't I just don't get how people like like to belittle or or minimize slavery. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just it it's seems in the books. it I, seems like it's common to minimize it. Like yeah. when you start having conversations of like, you know, have you heard have you guys heard this conversation like people saying, you know, why do we still teach about that? We've gotten past it and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like wh- why do you think people just feel like they need to minimize it? Is it like like, I mean, they're ashamed. So, like, it, it feels like by this time we should be over it. I mean, I'm definitely making a trip to the school um, <laughs> unannounced. Uh, <laughs> that's how that's going to go. Um, but, I mean, on the flip side, like, nobody's going to – I don't see a, a an assignment happening where they say, you know, name some positives of the Holocaust. Like, there's no mm-hmm. – like, that's not going to happen. Right, so, I don't right. understand. I'm with you. I don't understand why they feel like at this point black people should get over it in that – that there's a that there would even be a positive like there's nothing there's nothing positive even in the in the um like the textbook yeah that you could even teach on they have actually turned like i've seen passages from from books that are used today that that do the mm-hmm. same thing that minimize mm-hmm. slavery and, and point out positives of slavery oh slaves were able to you know work in the house and take care of 
kids and have fun and play with kids all day and Mm -hmm. things like that. Like they literally have put that in, in textbooks to try and, you know, condition these young kids minds to the point where when, when they're growing up, they feel like the effects of slavery aren't, on them or aren't in them or you know haven't really affected them so if they grow up knowing or thinking that there were positives from slavery Mm -hmm. as they grow older when we talk about the effects of slavery still being you know in our lives today they don't feel the same way because they weren't taught the same thing they were taught that there were some good things that came Mm -hmm. out of slavery Mm -hmm. we were never taught that we were taught the real there's nothing positive about it and then we can see that translate into our own lives do you think that we do you guys think that we uh do you think that it's not valued because like you said Kate, you said something about the holocaust and i think you know when you look at jewish people they they do do you think that they they teach they they keep that history um more relevant and they tell that story more or, 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 I guess I would say, I don't want to say American, maybe, maybe Jews, they tell that story more to where they have museums and they, and they, and I know there's probably some slavery museums, but it seems like as black people, we disconnect from there because I don't know, a, a lot of people, like I've read some, I read some transcripts and they were talking about slavery and the description of some of the things that the slaves went through mm-hmm. because all we really see I mean, we see a couple movies here and there, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think people, a lot of times, and maybe it's designed, but a lot of times people don't really see, like, how horrific yeah, slavery those was. Are very much whitewashed. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or even in the history books, it's like, okay, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a, you know, a, a few, like, maybe a short chapter about slavery, and then boom, Martin Luther King. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, do you and guys think-, think that we don't, value that history enough to where it's not respected or do you think that it's just taken away from us or we whitewash it or what do you guys think it is i mean i think it's all of it but i think you know the biggest thing is that it happened here so people when they compare slavery to the holocaust the holocaust happened in europe Mm -hmm. so it's easier for you to be like well that didn't happen here that's not our bad that's not our fault we Mm -hmm. can um acknowledge it more because that wasn't on us but slavery was definitely on america mm-hmm. and so they try to make it so that you know our bad <laughs> let's move on mm-hmm. we messed up yeah, but that was a yeah. long ass time of messing up that they're trying to um that they're trying to just swiftly move through and i think a lot of times um we don't control that narrative we don't control what is in the textbooks we aren't mm-hmm. owners of publishing companies we Good aren't point. we don't we're not out writing textbooks Good point. uh we're not directing these movies or, or we don't own these you know these studios that are coming out with these movies about slavery or whatever so we aren't controlling the the media the narrative of what's being said about us so yeah, yeah. it's always it's left in the control of hell the people who were responsible for it so of course they're going to minimize it they're going to whitewash it because mm. at the end of the day their ancestors were a large part in you know what happened um yeah. so like kelly said it's easier to talk about stuff that happened in other countries because i'm sure when you go to germany and when you go to europe they probably have the same kind of issues Definitely talk about it 
Mm-hmm. They they definitely talk about it. They make it very much known that it happened, so yeah, that the kids yeah. there are like they know mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Do you think if they talked about it more and gave like the descriptions of what really happened, that you know, is that like a America getting there like that? Like, oh, damn, you guys are you guys is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like like you saying this, so you saying like basically. Let's whitewash this because that crime and like Kada said, it happened right here. So let's let's minimize this so we don't look like I mean, because I've seen some descriptions of slavery like, you know, when it was time to uh, punish a pregnant woman, they would dig a hole and put her belly in the hole so it wouldn't affect the baby and they would whip her in her back or just some of the psychological things they did to the men. So the woman would have to take care of, beat him almost to death to the woman. You know, those kind of things are like, yo, like, you know what I mean? I don't think people see that to where, I think I've seen some very, very descriptive movies about Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, they put them in oven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. And I think we may see some whippings on the back of some slave movies, but that's and another <laughs> another thing, like with the Holocaust, that was the people of that country. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Um, so... Here, it's different because we're in a country that's not ours. Mm -hmm. And we were violated in a place that doesn't belong to us, but was built by us. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a, I guess it's a different, it's a different level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Holocaust was what it was and they still get respect because of what it was and all of that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, they don't have to deal with the fact that they built a country mm. f- for their oppressors. They built a country that they that was theirs from the beginning. Right, we right, built right. a country for people who were slapping us around and killing us and dragged us over here for that purpose. So it's kind of like I think a lot of times it's it's a reminder. It's a constant reminder for them and for us. So I think a lot of people, a lot of black people, at least, you know, on one side, we want it to be taught. We want our kids to be educated about it. But there are a lot of people that don't want that and and do feel like we should get over it. And it was a long time ago. And there's a yeah, disconnect. I wasn't, because, I wasn't a part of it. I didn't do it. Right. You know? And it's a disconnect because it's it's a reminder that you're still yeah. living in a country, serving a man who basically did all of this shit to you. So. Yeah. You know, and, and you said you, you both said something that was interesting. I think that like when you when you say that it did not happen here, I think a lot of history is lost within slavery, regardless of oh, yeah. families, regardless of just the history of who where you come from. And I think with I think with Holocaust and, you know, Jews, I think there's still a connect of who they were and they still can go back in history and look at who find find their family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, uh, slavery and it's, and it's, in, it's interesting because I'm going to go into the main event from this because it's similar to what we're talking about. But don't, not only that, but slavery, I mean, it was almost like it's been constructed to where it's affecting us today, mm-hmm. regardless if you know what I'm saying? It's like some of the things that's happened that we still have not gotten over. You know what I'm saying? Not in a sense of psychologically and just some of the way we you know, the way we just uh, even just like light skin versus dark skin. And you know what I mean? Those things were the things that were happening back. Phil Slate, Phil Negro versus the house Negro. You know what Definitely I'm saying? It's like, been in the house. 
Yeah, kid, I, you'd have been in the house. <laughs> definitely would have been in the house. Definitely, I mean, it's something that that evolved. So it's like, yeah, slavery was however many hundreds of years ago, but it's still things evolved from that mm-hmm. that still had the same kind of effects. The Holocaust. I can't attack. I'm not Jewish, so I don't know what yeah. spawned from that. But from what I've seen, or from what I do know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like there was a beginning and there was an end of it. Literally, with slavery, it was a beginning and it hasn't been an end. It yeah. turned into other things. Yeah, it yeah. it evolved. There True. were different things that came from slavery that just weren't called slavery, but yeah. it still yeah. had a negative effect on us mm-hmm. to this day. So it's kind of like. They have something that they can serve reverence to and and talk about because it had a beginning and an end. But here in America, it's kind of like we want to keep talking about it and keep, you know, educating about it. But Mm -hmm. we also have to understand that it's still affecting us. It's still happening today in some way, shape or form. So we're still we still in slavery. Yeah. And like you said, uh, and I I respect what you said. You said I'm not a Jew, so I don't know. It seems like it's the beginning and the end. It'd be very interesting to hear, like, if Mm -hmm. there was some struggles after, you know, once once the Holocaust ended, I wonder what was whether struggles or whether, you know what I mean? And just hear some of those because I'm sure there was still racism and still some. Yeah. 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 Build a life. I mean, a lot of them had to rebuild their lives in different places because they did like here in America. Yeah. Coming to, you know, yeah. So it'd be interesting. to That'd be, that'd be pretty cool to get somebody on. I mean, and you said something that I, I think still holds true today is you said like the men were beaten to a point where the women had to mm-hmm. take care of them yeah. and that still happens today. Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. Some of the psychological so effects happened to where so it was created to where the woman had to be the strongest and it took a man the, the manhood away from that slave it's like you're not a man you know what i'm saying you get get you know you got this woman taking care of you so and like you said it still happens today so but i want to go into our main event because it's something that's kind of still on still on a similar situation so let's get to this main event all right let's get to this main event all right so um what i wanted to talk about i have a few things i want to talk to you guys about today um uh, and it's similar to what kind of what you were saying, uh, Des. You were saying something about um, black people uh, still, you know, having to recover from it, and you know, on something on that sorts. Um, but what I, I want to discuss, so and it kind of stems from the Starbucks situation, uh, and I don't want to revisit that. We've talked about it. Uh, well, I guess we can't just real quick. Uh, how do you guys I'm feel not about Starbucks? Boycotting Starbucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was never really a huge like Starbucks head. Yeah, anyway. I'm with you too. It was easy for me to boycott because I, mean, I don't go. <laughs> I still go there for my little meetings or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I might buy a, a caramel macchiato, which is the black person. I was gonna say, uh, all black people drink is caramel macchiato. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Listen, yeah, or like... a white mocha. <laughs> that's you, that's about it. Um, but I, 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 I mean it. it but are you guys cool with, so do you guys think that Starbucks took the right actions? I think it's a start. I definitely think that Starbucks does a, a good job of acting swiftly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that's that's from a PR standpoint. Yeah, they have PR to. Yeah, they dope. Yeah, they dope. Um, Somebody, but. They, they, they like next to, they, they got that Beyonce uh, PR. Because, like Beyonce, but they yeah. have, Coca-Cola. they've had Coca-Cola. enough yeah. PR best. issues to yeah. where, they know they they know what and to it's do probably at this because point. they're one of the top like 
I mean, they're one of the only coffee joints, like, huge. And, I mean, next to Dunkin' Donuts, I guess. But And I appreciate it because they, technically they don't have to because, mm-hmm. clearly, mm-hmm. niggas really ain't boycotting like that. So yeah. and they don't <laughs> have to. Boycott for two weeks. But they Less do because they know, like, basically they know what the value of doing it. Okay. So when it first happened, I was basically like, okay, they better do something to make a big deal because there was one point – White people, I love you, but Lord, <laughs> um, they they had these holiday cups. Oh, they were trash. And the cups had, I think they took the tree off or something. It was like t- an all red cup or something. Yeah, ridiculous. and people lost their mind talking about Starbucks was taking Jesus out of or Christ out of Christmas, and like they lost their damn minds about this damn cup. And it was this whole PR fiasco, and yeah. like basically, I was like, "Well, they better if they better tear some shit over, tear some shit down for this, yeah. like they did them damn cups." Do you guys think like Starbucks is probably just since they're like top in the coffee game, as far as what I know, like it's easy to, for them to be a target because I'm sure Dunkin' Donuts done did some crazy ass shit that we don't even, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But um, I think you know, not not staying too long on that. Um, I mean, people don't really, I mean, Starbucks has a lot of, and I looked this up, Starbucks does a lot for the community. They give a lot of different like scholarship. They do a lot, you know what I'm saying? So, and then with them saying that we're going to close down and do this diversity training, whatever it was, and you go to most Starbucks, it's all niggas. So I'm like, who you, who you? In there for the free Wi-Fi. (laughs) But no, I'm talking about workers. Uh, So you're going to shut down for, man, it's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of minorities in Starbucks. So you... You Maybe it's sh- just the ones I've been to, but it's, it'd be all white workers. But I seen a lot. Of, I seen a lot. Of, yeah, okay. But it's hit or miss. Yeah, hit. Okay. But when you so are the black people gonna stay in during the diversity training? Like we already know this. <laughs> talking about? No, right? they need to go too because teach them. Uh, <laughs> Let them be Uncle the teacher. Tom's in there too. Yeah, you're right. You're they right. They need right. to take their ass in there too. But <laughs> also, their 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 COO is a black woman. I was as just well. looking it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's so, her name? Rosalind. Rosalind Brewer. Yeah. yeah. I just you know. So yeah, she we, need. Yeah. I mean, but she's newly appointed as well. But mm-hmm. I would hope. That she was in there knocking shit over when this shit happened. Like, uh, yeah, y'all man. better get it together. But she's the, you know, chief operations officer. So this impacts, you know, her job, her shit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. operations and, uh-huh. and, you know, yeah. ROI and all that stuff. So she had to have some kind of voice in, for sure, for sure. in making some kind of Basically, change. what they had to do is, I don't know if there's anything, any one thing that they can do, but they had to do something. Like you guys said, it was a PR move. And like, yo... We're gonna give a diversity training. We're gonna loop. We're gonna show that we lost money since we can't mm-hmm. give enough money to. Mm-hmm. They just need to pay those dudes. Say we lost sixty million for shutting down for this many days, and let's keep it moving. Losing? I think it was like maybe sixty some million for the okay. shutting down up many stores or something like that, mm-hmm. just because of what they would mm-hmm. you know whatever whatever. So, mm-hmm. but um, what I but I didn't want to you know I didn't want to stay on that long. But I, last week we made uh, Starbucks to eat or. I think we made Starbucks. No, we made the people saying that we should uh, boycott Starbucks. We did it in our fake woke segment. Mm-hmm. So TC and I both kind of was like, we thought that it was like, yo, that happened in that central location, which should be a conversation there. But what does Indianapolis Starbucks, who is a, the franchise, so what does Indianapolis Starbucks have to do with that? So um, one of my friends uh, hit me and was like, yo, uh, I'm not feeling that. They was like, we have to explain 
we have to stand tall eventually so we can make people aware of, look, we are serious about this, regardless if it was just that one Starbucks or regardless if it's three or four. You know what I mean? We have to make a point to say it. We disagreed, but we still had, you know, we we just have to agree to disagree. Um, but what I wanted to I, I guess one, a couple things I wanted to point out about that. So. I, I made the statement to her that I think that like because she made a statement of saying that once we put our money together as black people, do you understand and know how much buying power that we have? And we always go to that. I'm sure you guys heard the statement. We are one of the number one consumers and we spend one point something trillion. And I'm sorry, that, that, that's not really minimizing it. But, hey, we spend so many trillion on buying us as black people. You know, all those st- the statistics that they give, right? Have you guys heard those? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So um, I told her, I think that, you know, do you guys think, I told her that I think we're still working off a 1970s blueprint. Meaning that I think we've been hearing this conversation for so long that it just becomes that as a statement, right? Like, you know how much power we can have if we put all our money together. You know, uh, do you know if we all stand strong and boycott uh, this one place? Because boycotts of the old, which was the bus boycotts, mm-hmm. which was some of the things, the the diner boycotts. That's why I call it a 1970s blueprint, because it made sense back then. Right. It worked. It happened. And it, it was it was cool. I just don't think that works today. You know, what I'm saying like. And, and I'm not saying it in saying like, uh, I don't think we should, I think not that we shouldn't do anything, but I just don't think boycotts, Kelly, K-Dot, you just said something. You said it lasts two weeks. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Then you I, need your coffee. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. people have to, people have to, people have Are to boycotts the answer? They're absolutely not. No. I would say no, because they're not feasible. At this, they're not feasible anymore. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was, it was contained. People were boycotting in a in a local area. Mm-hmm. I don't recall there being a boycott in Seattle, Washington, by black people. Mm-hmm. There wasn't because boy, when you boycott, you that's that's a tactic used for a localized, centralized yes area. It doesn't work yes. across the country because you're not going to get people. It's to not do a it reality. It's, not, it's not feasible. So what? What you need? What people? I mean, people our age need to realize you got to meet people where they are. Everybody, you got to realize like the power. I honestly, you have to realize the power of social media. When you think about like Black Twitter, Black Twitter will get some shit shut down in a quickness, in a minute. When Taylor Swift did that raggedy ass (laughs) cover, she took that shit down the next day. Not even the next day; it was probably the by the end of the day. Maybe it was down. I I, I, because yes, I agree with you and I disagree with you. I think that social media is is powerful because it influences the brand's Mm -hmm. perception and that is worth a lot of money so So memes are more important than a boycott because because it gives a (laughs) negative it is it does how fast a meme travels yeah meme is more so it's more effective (laughs) meme them to death (laughs) i mean use social media to 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 talk negatively basically Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the more negative tweets and images the more negativity a person sees Mm -hmm the more they associate that brand with negative things, the less they'll spend their money with them. Yeah. I know personally, 
I might not boycott Starbucks, but I won't go five times a week right. as opposed to, okay, I'll go three times. Mm-hmm. It'll, I might even it, cut it down to one. It, exactly. Yeah. It trickles down. That's more effective. You're not going to get people See. to just cut it off, period. But if you can get those numbers to slowly drop, that they're going to pay attention to that more than, oh, right. we lost sales for two weeks. But let me, no, okay. That's not going to work. Okay, so let me, so I, I said I, I, I agree with you. And I disagree with you. The reason why I disagree with you is because the you're right. The power of social media will get somebody to get the hell up out of here. You know, it, they get them out of here. Bill Cosby out of here. You know what I'm saying? They black Twitter, Twitter. They memed him to death. It was over. But here's the thing with the responsibility of social media being our guidance to being enlightened on a situation. Social media is like the microwave. I always say we live in a microwave society. So I'll give you guys an example, right? So right before Coachella, Baychella, <laughs> right before that, you guys probably be like, oh, I forgot about that. Remember Fabulous, Fabulous was beating up on Emily. Mm-hmm. Beyonce came. Fabulous probably was like, whew. Remember, it was like, it was for a while, we was killing Fabulous. It was like, ah, he, it was memes. It was all kind of crazy stuff. And then Beyonce came, it's over. Because social media moves on to the next topic so quick. One thing can happen right now, and then tomorrow, something big can happen, and it's like, oh, we forgot about that. But just because so, we're not talking about it doesn't mean the association is not there. So I might not be talking about Fab, but when Fab drops an album, I'm more more than likely I'm not gonna download it not because if, not if that shit dope. But if I don't, <laughs> but if I don't download, you, as soon as you hear that single, you gonna be like, "Woo, Fabulous hard." Let me, I'm gonna just listen to it for just one time. Yeah, <laughs> just you gonna be like, "Who is that? Yeah. Oh, that's Fabulous." It's, it's effective uh, in creating bro. that in creating that correlation and that negative connotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More people are more likely not to do something that they would normally do so just because i'm not talking about it every day doesn't mean that pavlog's pavlog's whatever um correlation is not there so when i see it i'm gonna automatically think sorry Good. I'm oh, gonna good, automatically think like he's a woman beater so i might not buy i might download his maybe, shit maybe but not. i'm not going to his concert or you I mean, know what i mean you can make that same argument for michael jackson though r kelly you're like, gonna bump an r I, kelly track right now I be trying to turn it off, but sometimes Man, I, I love step into love and I just can't help it. Like it just, it just catches me off guard. Like, damn, I really need to change this. I mean, I, I think the same. I think what she said. I, I think I agree. If social media talks about it, it will remind you. But if Fabulous drops a hot single this summer, we're it's gonna be like, it's it's a wrap. Yeah. It's over. I think we don't. I think we move in a in a manner of like, all right, we yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, Chris Brown, I, Chris Brown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got he got butchered for like however long. You know, he did a little cry on stage. He killed it on stage. He cried real <laughs> he hard. He did. I just watched and it. And it was over. Day. It was it Michael was Jackson. Over. Speaking of which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but I mean, it's just like it's like people that say they're gonna boycott Starbucks and they're only going to shop black owned. I think I made Facebook status about that. Like, why weren't you only shopping black owned before? Like, why does it always have to yeah. take an incident for you to at that point? want to support your community absolutely absolutely like why can't you do it before 
you know, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. It always like it, it always turns to where something has to be bad to where well, we I mean, say. You also got to realize I'm I mean, everybody can get this dollar until you give me a reason not to give you my dollar mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah, you yeah. serve the same coffee as the nigga standing next to you. But if you fuck up, then now I'm more inclined to give my money to him. So it's yeah. not that. But why? Because, well, why didn't you start with him? Because there was no reason. Like, I always give everybody the same level playing field. The white man hasn't done anything to me. He's just as available to get my no, dollar I guess, as I guess I'm talking about, like, the fake woke black people, though. Oh, well, that are like, you know, well, that. now I'm a shop black. Well, that's because they But what woke. made you But if there's a coffee, sh- if it's a black coffee shop that serves coffee that's just as good as Starbucks, why would you not go to the black coffee shop? Is it a convenient? Is it convenience? I would is say it- it's more like whatever is available. Okay. I wouldn't count because Starbucks on every Starbucks corner. out right. as opposed to a black shop. <laughs> yeah. Like, or you wouldn't count out a black shop because of Starbucks. So if it's a right. Starbucks or black mm-hmm. shop right around the corner from you, you can be like, man, I've been going to this spot and that coffee just as good. Right. I mean, is that what you, until okay. you give me a reason not to patronize with you. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't have a preference one mm. or the over the other as far as it being you. based on race. Mm. Yeah, coffee is and coffee. I think most people think like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are I just like. Want good service. I just want. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask you guys a question. Here's the thing. So, I heard this, and this is this does this make see if you guys agree with this statement. So, a lot of people say when it's a black business and you go and you have a bad experience, mm-hmm. we tell <laughs> everybody we know. Man, hell nah. We blast, da, 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 da. we blast them, right? Yeah. But if we go to a white establishment and have a bad experience, are you more willing to probably go try that again versus telling everybody that that black the black situation was was a messed up situation? Like, man, they ain't had no chicken. They didn't <laughs> have no da da da. They didn't have no da 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 da. But if you go to KFC on some spots, I've I've gone to KFC a couple times on Thirty Eighth Street a while ago. And they always don't have something. That's Popeye's but, in Chicago. But guess what? You're going to go back to that spot. I think it depends on the reaction that you get, though. Like, if I go to whatever white restaurant and they don't have something and they're apologetic and they try to make the situation correct, Boom. then I'm more apt to go. Whereas, in my experience, if I've gone to a black establishment and they're like, we don't have any chicken... And they give you the the little thing like, sorry, yeah, yeah, <laughs> my yeah, bad. Yeah. You want right. these pork chops? Like, I agree. I agree. I think it just it doesn't. In this case, it doesn't even really matter about race. It's just service, customer service at I, its base. Yeah, I think you, Kada, okay, you're 100. I said that before. I said if I go to a place and the food is nasty, white, black, other, whatever, say the food's nasty, but the service is good, mm-hmm. I'm more willing to go back and be like, I'm gonna try a different dish. Mm-hmm. If I go somewhere and the food is not good with bad service, I'm cool. Yeah. And it seems like that's something that we have an issue with at a lot of black spots. It's just like the person at the front with the attitude. Or you say, hey, uh, can you can I get another such and such because this is kind of cold, you know, the attitude or whatever. And I think that's where a lot of black establishment come. I think that's where we fail because the product can be good a lot of times, but it's just the service that you receive. I think that's where we where we miss is you go to this barbecue spot, you be like, man, that junk was good. But when you go there, it's like ain't nobody at the front at the at the counter, yeah, or it's like, yo, what happened? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And it's and like you gotta realize, like when you go to these white rest, predominantly white restaurants, 
them white people, if they complaining about something, them managers is out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, period. Yeah. They <laughs> own it. They compensate. Hey, but when you go right somewhere, there. the manager walks around, how's everything? Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, exactly. So it's not, I think that they value or they put more emphasis on customer service because not not because it's it's the right thing to do but because white people complain and they complain a lot more than we do so they have like (laughs) that's it's a thing in the white community they have so you better get it right before they complain. right they have to pay attention to customer service because they're white people they're predominantly white customers are going to complain and and cause a motherfucking show as opposed to black people i think we have more of a tendency not to like turn the hell up like we'll just be like that was horrible and leave and go uh, complain no uh, she come. okay let me tell you okay <laughs> <laughs> Des, you tripping, tripping. <laughs> man we 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 quick to go keep it real yeah. <laughs> so uh, excuse okay. me can i get the manager yeah. please yeah and and, and, and and i'm gonna give you an example of that and i'm not saying it just because i just want to say it. i always like to give an example to back up what i'm saying nah you tripping but i have a family member a cousin who had uh been a server and mm-hmm. we'll let you know she's been a server. We go to an establishment, and it's like every time we go, every time we go to a birthday party and at, a, at a restaurant, there's always an issue. That's my mama. She always looking for some free shit. <laughs> it's been 30 minutes. It's yeah. to be free. <laughs> they eat half their meal and be like, uh-uh, I found oh, some hair. Right. Or uh, it was cold. Like, yo, you done ate half of it. But anyway, <laughs> so every time she – every time – she goes, she she lets you know she was a server. She lets you know that um, I know what's going on, blah, 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 blah. So in that sense, if you've been a server, if you've been in this field, you understand the dynamics of mm-hmm. it's not her fault. that She didn't cook the food right. or she's waiting on the food to be brought out. But, man, she is quick to complain and <laughs> cause an issue to try to get some free food. I'm like... I, I I just it, it it irks me to the uh, I'm like yo why are you just continue to try to get food and I'm glad you guys are talking about this free food. <laughs> this goes into the next com the next uh, the next topic. All right, so going back to the Starbucks, mm-hmm. people are saying a lot of people are saying yo we need to boycott them. Uh, what they need to do is they need to give to the black community. Okay, my question is why are we always begging? <laughs> I mean, do you guys do you guys get a sense <laughs> of that? Like, like, I mean, bruh. they need to give this. A, that what does that statement mean anyway? They need to give to the black community. They, people that say that don't even damn know what that means. You know what, what I'm saying? That, what does that even look like? They don't know. So they should we should we means. have should we have an organization to say okay? This is how we're going to organize when a company like Starbucks or any other when Pepsi messes up when H and M messes up when. Uh, I can go down the line of all the people who've Mm -hmm. messed up to where we're going to boycott. Should there be a plan in place? All right, cool. If you mess up, this is what you can do for the black community. No. I mean, it's it's like the same argument when Obama was in office. They were like, he didn't do enough for the black community. What is he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? Become a president? I always ask people that. What is he supposed to do exclusively for black? (laughs) I don't understand. And the people, and most of the time, the argument comes from people that still, that went to Starbucks, that patronized it consistently, got pissed off, and now they feel like Starbucks should do more. But what is more? Like, what does that even look like? 
do they give they give scholarships give they to give the black jobs. community yeah what do they do like they help people franchise every cup of coffee goes to the black community but what, what do you mean goes to the black community what does that look and like and honestly man and let's be real let's let's keep it real i commend starbucks because the starbucks could have just shut the fuck up and just said we, we, we ain't saying shit until we this dies because beyonce's about to uh, drop a single <laughs> and drake and drake's album's about right. to come out j, j. cole, cole just right. dropped we're not gonna say shit because that's gonna take over because honestly it happens, you know what I'm saying? Right. And furthermore... Cardi B is pregnant. Yeah, and furthermore, <laughs> who is Starbucks clientele? M- young and middle-aged white women. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they could have, they just could have been like, all right, y'all don't buy our coffee. We're still going to get our people, you know, yeah. we still going to have the white women that's... Uh, young and middle-aged white women that's still going to come in here. So then, it, then And you still want that free Wi-Fi. We're just going to shut up. Right. So does that really, I mean, that questions the the buying power of the black people, though. Because if if we're consistently saying that we have, we spend all of this money, where is our money going? Because it's not going to Starbucks. And why aren't we helping the community? Like, I, I just don't understand. That's, and, and, and that's where I'm going to. Uh, great point, Kate, because I was going to say, why are we saying like, why are we like, what Starbucks need to do is give black, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's going back to uh, blacks need to put our money together. We need to, <laughs> you know, we need to stand, come together and, <laughs> you know, we need to own Hollywood. They make me sick. Y'all make me sick. <laughs> y'all make me fucking sick. Y'all don't even know what y'all saying. People just say shit because it sounds good. They don't Facebook. really know what yeah. that means. Because at the end of the day. It's not gonna make it if even if Starbucks was to give a million dollars to the fucking NAACP, what is that going to do for the whole the ones who yeah. actually need it? And not to say that the NAACP doesn't, you know, benefit the black community because it does, but me personally, when I want to affect some kind of change, mm. you have to you have to be micro with it you have to go to your local community and and volunteer you have to go to your neighborhood and donate time at the at the pantry at the church mm-hmm. that's down the street as opposed yeah, to going yeah. to the indianapolis food pantry now they both need volunteers yes and mm-hmm. you would help in both situations but if you're going macro with it if you're helping the the large pantry you're not going to see the effects of that help at the 38th street pantry you're Mm. just not going to see that Mm. so if you want to help your community where you were brought up at if you want to actually see the change Mm. and see the effects of your change you need to personally take your ass to your own community because by the time that million dollars trickles down to the street that you grew up on is going to be twenty dollars it's not it's not you're not going to ever see that money in your community you're going to see it spread out across 50 million chapters across, mm. you know, a whole bunch of different states and a whole bunch of different schools. And not to say that it's not helpful, but again, you're not going to see it. So in your mind, it's not nothing's happening because you're not seeing that effect, you're not seeing that direct effect. So people have to stop assuming that just because mm. a company donates a million dollars to a certain organization that it's, it's necessarily going to affect where mm. they're from. So I think if people spent more time thinking about how th- how to change their local communities, mm-hmm. it would be a lot more impactful. But so do you, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, but what about 
comparing it to like, okay, so they say Starbucks needs to help the black community, but then at the same token, like Beyonce donates hella money. It ain't enough. To HBCUs. Mm -hmm. But then they say it ain't enough. Right. So like, where is that comparison where like she is helping the black community, but at a much lower cost than if Starbucks gave a million dollars to multiple places? Like, mm-hmm. why is that? I just don't understand why it's never enough. I guess I, I guess black never, people are yeah, never, yeah, never satisfied. We're never satisfied. Never. Nothing never. is satisfied. ever good Well, here's the thing, and this is why I think we're never satisfied, because a lot of the people that are saying Starbucks needs to give to the black community, they're not doing anything themselves. Right. <laughs> you feel me? So, like, and, and I... And I and, and, and that's how I totally agree with you. So, like, this is how I feel. So, like, if Starbucks give a million, if they give two million, it's like, I think what happens is that a lot of times we have to stop and look in the mirror and say, all right, what am I doing? And and I always tell people this and um, I always say, you know, when I first started my podcast, you know, I was text messaging and out that I was text messaging links. I ain't even, I ain't know how to promote. I ain't, you know, I ain't had no social media. I was like, yo, check this out, homie. I was sending it to family and friends, right? Um, I'm a long way. Yeah, yeah. I was telling sales like, yo, can you, did you listen? <laughs> did I sound crazy? But anyway, um, what happened was in the beginning of doing this, and I, you guys probably can relate of things that you've done and you needed the support of family, friends, and others. And, what happened was I became very frustrated. I, at one time, I was depressed. I was like, yo, why the hell am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because family, friends, and close ones weren't listening to it. I sent it to a, a high school friend that I thought was a homie, and I'm like, and this is just an example, or a third-grade guy that I thought would listen to it and be my number one supporter, he, he ain't mess with it. Mm-hmm. So I had to get to a point to where I was like, why am I focusing on the people who don't support me and worry about the people who do support me? Mm-hmm. Right? And... I think what happens is, like, once I start realizing that, I can't worry about them. I, you know what I'm saying? I can't, if they don't want to ride, and I think that's what happens with black people, I think we need to start realizing, saying, hey, I can't keep looking back and begging these people who don't want to help themselves. Instead of instead of taking that energy and time and whatever money or whatever it is, why don't you look at the people who sitting here saying, if I got 10 people and... Three of those people are saying, that's dope. I like to listen to this. And there's the seven people that didn't even click on it. All right, cool. I ain't going to send it to y'all no more. I'm going to keep sending it to these three. You see what I'm saying? Like, do do you think we exhaust our time and energy for people who don't want help? A good amount of time. I think it's because we want, you know, we want a strong community. Like, we want a strong presence. And that's my point of giving to the black community. I'm like, I get it. But if we have like these situations to where people are trying to do better or that's a general, that's that statement so general, like give to the black community. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, um, DePaul mm-hmm. and how recently they um, did a peaceful protest during um, Jenna Fisher's uh, speaking engagement. And she ended up being so moved by it that she donated her whatever they were paying her she donated to i think it's like three different organizations but yeah. one of them was NAACP the other one was something called the Trevor Project and then i, I forgot what the third one was mm-hmm. in the name of those students mm-hmm. which i appreciate i would have preferred if she would have just gave it to the NAACP at DePaul like but 
still. But even with just the giving to the NAACP. That she gave was a statement in itself because, yeah. I mean, she didn't have to. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people in her position haven't or wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate her for one making a statement, putting out the statement. Three, actually doing something right, to right. help the state of black people in general. Um, but that's a perfect example of how, you know, being more strategic about yes, that's my your point. protests yes. and what you're actually doing. Those yeah. kids were very strategic. They went in and they fucking <laughs> disrupted that white woman's mm-hmm. speaking engagement. And period, the first point th- blank. Yeah, and the first thing that they should have done, I think me and I think would have been more effective if the leadership in Philadelphia would have been like, hey, there, it, there are scholarships at this such and such high school that goes for black students that are going to attend uh, historically black college and university, you know, or something like pinpoint something, just give it to the black community. What does that mean, man? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people get upset, but the the thing that I keep trying to tell people is that we only get upset about what we see. Like niggas love true religion, right? <laughs> like who's to say that there hasn't been some, you know, racially... Profiling. True religion, what, jeans? Yeah, oh, God. I thought they retired. I thought that was over. No. No. Man, <laughs> <laughs> nobody still wear true religion. Shit. Okay. Okay. I've seen it. Yeah, true. Come out that little bubble. <laughs> right. Hey, man, you got shit on your pockets. It's time to let them go. No, man. but I mean, just at any rate, like, okay. who's to say that these companies that you patronize on a regular basis aren't doing the same thing? We just don't see it. It's just, it's the same statement. Like, racism has always been there. Now it's just being videotaped. Yeah. Man, I think like that said earlier, man, I, I just want a good product, <laughs> good customer service. service right. And I'm not looking at, wait, who made this? What color were they? I'm just like, yo, give me some good, whatever it is, black, whoever, and and give me some good customer service. That's all I need. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't, when I buy product and maybe that's wrong with me, but when I buy product, I guess that's what I'm looking at. And then what happens is people get accustomed to what they want and what they like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like if you buy levi's and you buy some five whatever levi's that's probably the jeans you're gonna buy we are most most people i think human nature we're afraid to jump out of what we are used to you know what i'm saying if i buy some t-shirts that i like from target that's probably the only place i'm gonna buy these t-shirts you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so i don't know if like naturally we just don't think like yo i just gotta i'm gonna buy black does that require more effort? What buying black? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I think it, I think it requires <laughs> it more. I think it requires more effort because it's not as accessible. Yeah, it's not accessible as what you know. You go to Target and you need it real quick. I mean, and I think that goes with everything. Convenience That's what I'm saying. So convenience is what get we irritated because you gonna buy black. But if I want to buy, you know, some chicken and waffles, and I gotta go. From where I live, all the way to 38th Street, like chances are, I'm, it's not gonna happen if I find somewhere close. But if we buy more, do you think that more will be accessible because more people they're open more? If we buy, say, there's a chicken and waffle place on the west side, and we're like, "Yo, I'm gonna drive over there because I want to buy chicken and waffles. I don't want the chicken and waffles from Chili's. Chicken and waffle and Chili's is pretty good." Actually. <laughs> I was about to say, is that a thing? <laughs> nah, that one's pretty. You decent. bought chicken and waffles Yo. from Chili's? Hey, no. fired. <laughs> Yo, hey, one time, so chicken and waffles. Let me tell you, hold on, let me tell you why. Yeah, it make it doesn't make sense, but (laughs) I'm a sucker. So, here's the thing I'm a sucker for like new shit. 
Walmart, Walmart in caps get me all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, so, AK hey, Dot, tell the truth. When I text you about the cereal, the uh, Lucky Charms with Something the uh, right flo- I was like, yo, I'm going to just try this joint. Top of the fridge. <laughs> right I'm now. a sucker for new stuff. So, when I went to Chili's one time, I'm like, chicken and waffles at Chili's? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to try it. And it was good. So, but but my point is, I'm okay. I'm not promoting chilies or chicken and waffles. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, digress. yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, uh, if there's a place on the west side and the chicken and waffles are good, but you just like, damn, like you it's said, really convenience is one thing. But if we continue to go to that chicken and waffles on the west side, do you think they can open up one on the east side? And then once they open up one on the east side, they can open one up north. You know what I mean? Is that is that where you think we lack the support, or do you think it's I mean, I think that's any business, though. Mm-hmm. There's just mm-hmm. got it's like an artist. It's got to be some gimmick. Like, what's gonna get me there other than it being good? Gotcha, gotcha. Because Starbucks had to start with one restaurant, wasn't or store in what's yeah, mm-hmm. and look where it is now. Yeah, it's like Amazon and yeah, all the stores. They had to start somewhere. I think but a lot of people because we go support kitchen. Co- we we go to Country Kitchen. I've never been. But a lot of people just want you to support because they black. Right. But it's like that's not good enough. It's that's not, not enough. Good. That's not enough. Hey, I'm not gonna give you my money just because you're black. Like, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And I'll this, try it. And, but if I don't like it, I don't like it. And I'm not gonna just keep coming and, and spending black. just yeah. because you're black. Like, no. Hey Nick, I'm I'm talking to you. <laughs> I know you're mad right now. You're probably <laughs> yelling at the there you because she she's Hey yeah. girl. But anyway, <laughs> we had a we we had a conversation one time. She she's she does support black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She she makes it her point to like I think last year and I talk I said this I think I, I said think this with Zeke. Mm-hmm. I said this on the Zeke because I told Zeke he was, she was gonna buy his book because she buys fifty black and I and I don't mind telling the story all the time because I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. She makes sure she supports black. She but she makes sure black in one year it was like fifty black companies. But anyway, okay, I'm not gonna go through that. But anyway, we were having this conversation. She's one of the people like yo we gotta still support regardless. She bought some toilet paper. Mm. It was black owned toilet paper. Okay. And it was like some one ply shit. I'm like, that sounds real suspect already. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm like, I'm not just going to keep purchases because it's a black person. If right. it's some one ply, you wipe your ass and it's all on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to I'm just gonna go back to my. Uh, like, am I about Sherman. to live in a Sherman. fucking straw hut because the straws made by black right, people? No, like, I'm. That's my I'm point. You still got what, what suits what my life. Charmin got the strong boy. So I'm going to wipe it you, in. Right. It ain't you, like toilet paper black my people, ass. Black paper, toilet paper company. If you want more people to buy your yes. product, you need to come up with a more a quality product. Yeah, yeah, product. Yeah. But we're coming with a more quality product. It's gonna probably going to be more expensive. Well, so are I'm you going to be willing to get on your hustle though? Like you gotta, you gotta raise the funds. You gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. sell. There's the a shit way. Too. There's a way like because Charmin did the same thing. Right. It's just about business. At the end of the right. day, you gotta have a better. You business gotta plan. have a better business model, and mm-hmm. you gotta stop getting in your own way. Period. So me, point blank. Right, period. People are gonna ego. pay for quality, yeah. whether they white or whether they black. All right. Let and me ask y'all a question. Okay, so um, you go to Walmart. There's Charmin Extra Strong. <laughs> Which I buy. You ain't getting no toilet paper left in your ass. Lord. It ain't gonna break on you. <laughs> so many details that I'm just saying, strong you know, you don't want to be walking around with the the toilet man, paper clearly. residue toilet Sheesh. paper in your head. You wanna go ahead, you know, but anyway. anyway. <laughs> so let me actually so you guys go buy Charmin Extra Strong, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So next to it is uh Soul Glow toilet paper. <laughs> Shut uh, up. And it's black owned. Right. 
Are y'all going to buy it? Based on the name alone, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Softy. I don't know. Whatever the name is, but you know it's black-owned. Are you going to try the black-owned toilet paper? If, if if it's comparable to what I've been buying, yes. If it's What's if, comparable, price or you don't because you've never used it. So, I'm looking if if it's two if they're both two ply, if one is cheaper than the other, mm-hmm. we talking I'm talking about like a whole dollar cheaper. I like agree. I'm looking at stuff I don't but because Des, you get what you at, pay for. I'm looking at product day. placement too. But Des, this is the thing. I don't even think I think even if it's a dollar more, if we hear that it's black owned and it's good. Mm-hmm. I think we still I buy don't mind it. Supporting. Yeah, I right. think we still buy it. Yeah. I don't think people have. I think the misconception of saying, "Man, they don't they don't support black people." No, I think we will try. We Especially support a good product. Say there's a meme and there's this like this this Instagram push and it's like, "Yo, this black toilet paper out and it's at Walmart." We probably gonna be like, "Let's go get some of that." It's and if like, it's good, we probably gonna stick right. with it. It's like Fenty, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't wear that much makeup, but I know y'all shop it. With Ulta and Sephora mm-hmm. and wherever else. It's the same thing. Rihanna came out with Fenty and apparently the product is dope as hell. And so we buy it. But if it was if it was Come suspect, on, I'm not buying some cakey ass foundation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I same I mean yeah. I buy black products because they're good and they happen to be fucking black products. I don't always like, do that though. Understand. Like I'll try to support if I know it's black, but then it's that second go around that makes me a true supporter mm-hmm. like if it if i'll it's, try it right but if it's am trash, I, a loyal customer? I think right. we all try it yeah. until mm-hmm. we say yo that restaurant down the street i've tried it twice <laughs> they didn't have green you beans you may not even get twice I'm, no no we <laughs> yeah. do i think we try i think we give it a chance you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i think we do try it and then you go down there and they be like yo man i had to they didn't have this they didn't have that and then the lady was rude or she didn't give you well, you know what i mean it's like yeah, I'm always gonna i think we try that. i think we don't mm-hmm. get credit for trying just because what happens is if a black business goes out because of the poor customer service right or it's poor product they'd be like oh y'all don't support black people i'm like i think we do i think we go try it. we will try it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think so but i'm going back to this so my question was and i and i want to ask you guys why do you think where does the or okay so I actually guys a question, why do you think we beg? I want to know, like, I start thinking about that myself. Like, why do we, where do we get this begging? And we are a strong, humble, like, for the most part, we are a people of, like, pride. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, most people don't got their hands out. But a lot of times it's like, I think there's more people than what we realize is like, yo, they, they, they're so prideful. They're not going to ask. Even I've seen people in times of need that won't ask just because their pride gets beside them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, where do you get, what do you guys think this history of like, like this, like begging, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think it's a, it's a psychological thing because we've always had to ask. It's never Mm -hmm. been given to us. Mm -hmm. We don't get it because we deserve it. We get it because we open our mouth and ask for it. Mm -hmm. Point. Say it again, say it again, say it again. We don't get it because we deserve it. We get it because we ask for it or we have to ask for it. So, for Mm -hmm. example, in your Mm -hmm. jobs, white people get promotions and raises and don't never have to ask for it. Black people are not going to get no raise unless Mm -hmm. you open your mouth and say, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z until I get a raise. Or 
So you think I we're think like I undervalued just, to where yes. we have to. We feel like, like we're gotta, not going to get it unless uh, we open our mouth and okay, say, okay, okay. you need to give it to us. Because we, we've never gotten anything handed to us. We've mm-hmm. always had to either take it or ask for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that translates across a lot of different verticals. Um, and then I think a lot of people are, I guess, intrigued by this whole uh, take money from the white man thing so like if a white person if the white company is giving black people a million dollars it's like i guess it's more fanfare it's 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 more of a a big deal if we can get them to give you a million dollars because as opposed to somebody else but one because you think we're owed that you think that people think we're owed that not you just saying like generally speaking like i think people think that we're owed that and i think that a lot of people feel like, I mean, who else are you going to ask? It's not like mm. there's a proportionate mm. number of black mm. CEOs and company owners mm. Mm. as opposed to white. So I got you. You asking, but it just so happens to be every time we ask, it always happens to be we're asking for money from the white man because the white man owns all of these large corporations that are fucking up. So. Right, right, right. I think it, it, it also makes it look bad. Mm-hmm. It makes it look worse than it possibly could be. If there was five black Starbucks owners and mm-hmm. five white Starbucks owners and we were asking for money from both sides, right, right, right. it wouldn't look as bad, but it looks bad because it makes it seem like we're always asking for money from the white man because mm-hmm. the white man is always the in that position yeah. that has the millions of dollars. Yeah, you, I, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Because well, I, I was thinking like, so I was just thinking, like, where was the history of us, like, I guess, like... Reparations and... So I, I think that, and maybe I'm, maybe y'all can pray. I don't know. I, I guess I was just thinking about this. So I was sitting in church, and I was sitting at, it was a point to where, of course, you know, when the, when the, the, the doors of the church open, right? And the pastor gets up, and he asks anyone, you know, do you want to come up for prayer, do you want to come up and give a testimony? Do you want to come up and be saved? Or do you want to come up to be join the church? Right. So it was at a point to where I know you all been at you guys you guys been at church to where it was just like, uh, is there one? You know, the music's playing, the choir singing. Tomorrow's not promised. Is there one? You know what I mean? And then it got to the point to where, all right, everybody look at your neighbor and ask him. Has you? It's like, oh boy. So I think it got to a point to where it was like it was kind of awkward, like no one was coming up, and it was just like like when are you going to stop asking let's move on so I was just like you know and it made me think about this it made me think like like I don't know it just seemed like he was begging somebody to come up so he can just get that one person and the next person to come up after the first person comes up you know that's how it usually goes like it's a domino effect but what I was thinking and and I was just like yo do you think that uh religion has caused us to be because the bible talks about giving and I think what's happened to me, I think like it's become a safe haven to be able to ask for things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless if it's asking for prayer, regardless if it's asking to be fed and because it's the right thing to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we are a religious people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, is that caused us to be able to just be like, hey, it's the right thing to do. You need to give to the black community. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that caused us to be like that asking or and I say begging in a way to where I don't think, you know, there's some people on their knees begging. You know what I'm saying? I think people, I think it's another effect of slavery, honestly, mm-hmm. that people think that we should be given 
certain things for being wronged. Cause I mean, when the slaves were freed, what they get? They got land, and they got their freedom. They got something. That's what we supposed to get, freedom. right? No, so it's like we ain't getting no people, land. Like, well, they were. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. The deal She's right on point with yeah. that. Was yeah. supposed to be you get land and you get your freedom. Yeah. So I think that's just something that has kind of trickled down to where we expect for some kind of payment to be given out when there's wrongdoing, and that's with anything. When you're wronged by somebody who has it, it's expected that, you know, you can't get that time back. You can't get that moment back. So yeah. the least that you can do is pay, pay them. Yeah. So when you, right, right, right. these people are wrongly convicted and they're released after 30 years, you can't get that time back. Mm, but what happens? They pay you. But that's what I'm saying. So do you think like when you, when you go back to religion of it, like we've been taught, you know, give to the poor, mm -hmm. give to the needy. Give to the people who need your help. Give to your brother. Help your brother. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that goes into the mindset of going to like, hey, Starbucks need to give to the black community? I think that's like it just I so happened to be two black though. men in there. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I think that's always a cop out. Like, just give to the black community. Like, okay. I think yeah, that I don't, I don't think people really think that statement through. Right. Like, I think it's just something to say. It, it give to the black community could mean yeah. a lot of different things, but if that was a more strategic ask, mm -hmm. then I could see the point in it. I could see it being but beneficial. But black it's not churches strategic. give to the black community of the church, right? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You go if you want to go to the food pantry, mm -hmm. you want to go to, you know, whatever it is, it's like they're giving. So are we looking at that as a as work like that's how everyone should be thinking? You know what I mean? Like they need to be given to given to us. I think that I think that deep down or I guess like subconsciously, the mm -hmm. point of that statement is basically use your money for good. Gotcha. I got you. You're right. But people don't know how to articulate what that means. That's what I said, man. That, we need how do we get there? Yeah. So they just say, give money because they feel mm. like money in the right hands will always equal, or in certain people's hands will saying. always equal positivity. But you, that's, not that's not the case. Yeah, you can give to your local NAACP and they ain't about the right. Exactly. Just because yeah. they got Rachel, the label Rachel, NAACP. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, she was about yeah. the right. She just. She got Look, she got shit handled though. She like, got a Netflix show. Yeah. <laughs> she braiding people. Boy, you had to, if you right white now. and you want to be black, you can get there some of this black struggle, boy. Yeah. <laughs> My lord. She really wanted to be for it. You know what I mean? She in her kitchen braiding here like that's that's yeah man and i you know i don't know man this is kind of, I, think, I guess it's a conversation that can keep on and keep on going man that's uh i don't know man i think that you know before you just say give to the black community i think that you need to have a plan in place and offer these companies opportunity to say all right here in philadelphia the philadelphia school system which is the public school system which is majority black uh starbucks if you want to donate such and such millions, this is the way, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just saying, you at least have some organization behind it maybe. But These companies need to do that as yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I the think it would be smarter because the people don't have the answers. But then again, how much can you give? No, I'm talking about as far as like a strategic plan. So gotcha. all of these type, types of things, these crisis situations, they have a crisis plan and they literally have a plan that outlines, okay, well, if this happens, this is who we should call. This is what 
these are these are the things that we're going to do. They literally have So Starbucks did that. Exactly. And people aren't feeling it. People are mad. Well, they didn't the give. Nothing's ever going to be good enough, though. That's one point. They didn't give money. They said, hey, we're going to lose this much but money. To What I'm saying is that should be a part of their crisis plan. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm one, sure it was. Because you're seeing that this is something that the people, our customers, some mm-hmm. of our customers, would like to see done. So instead of just ignoring their call Mm -hmm. to give money let's incorporate into our crisis plan if this happens this is who we're going to give this money to but my thing with that is like is it ever like i mean i'm not saying that they have to but if you are going to give money instead of just blindly throwing money at the naacp Mm -hmm. have a better plan about because most times they just okay well you know, we'll just give a million dollars to this organization and shut like, people like up. Like K-Dot just said, it's never going to be enough. You can never win in that situation. I don't care if you give to a black organization. They're going to be like a million dollars. You know how much Starbucks right. making? Should have been too. People yeah. said that about Beyonce. That's what I'm I mean, $100,000, really, it's not really that much. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't, though, but it yeah. wasn't But here's my, here's my answer to it. <laughs> here's my answer to it you know and i think this is what the thing is like i said in the very beginning you know uh individuals out there saying what they should and what they shouldn't be doing make sure you are doing Mm -hmm. regardless if it's a contribution to our community regardless of a contribution to our culture because it's easy to be a monday morning quarterback and tell you what the sunday morning quarterback should or sunday sunday quarterback should have done and what they should have done and what we should have done blah 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 whatever whatever make sure you have a plan you find a way to give back you I'm find sure to, you donate and like they said make sure you you know if you want to hit it local a lot of times it starts local and then when you start it branches out to you know being nationally so yeah man i um i want to have this conversation man just because uh we uh you know she hit me up on the fake woke uh, <laughs> segment you know and i still stand by it you know what i mean i think that you know I always said, man, you know, when they talk about, uh, and I and I told her this, I always talk about. Uh, Dick Gregory talked about crabs in the bucket, right? Mm-hmm. Sure so he talked about the crabs in the bucket mentality. So everybody knows that the whole situation of crab. One crab tries to get out the bucket, and then the, another crab pulls them down, right? And uh, Dick Gregory talked about like, hey, we continue to talk about the crabs pulling each other down, but who put the bucket there? Right, it's not their natural habitat. We got to say, and that's what I said. I was like, yo, we keep talking about crab in a bucket. And I could talk about, uh, uh, you know, what podcasts out here hating on us. You know what podcasts <laughs> out here, uh, they don't show us no love. Da, 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 da. Talk about the crabs in the bucket. I'm like, yo, fuck that crab. Fuck that bucket. I'm great. Get out. You know what I'm saying? Let's so let's not get in the bucket. You know what I mean? Like that's And that's kind of where I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, I got to continue to promote to those three people out of ten. Who mess with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I know them or not, I'm like, yo, they listen every week. I'm going to keep making that content. I'm going to respond to their emails. I'm going to thank them. I'm going to say, you know what I'm saying? And that's why BTG, you know, man, thank you, brother. He always sends us, and you know, KDOT, we recognize. That's why you say it sound like a groupie. But nah, but on the real, though, it made, a, it It was, it, it was like, yo, this is dope as fuck that a fr- someone that is supporting us every week, rocking with us. We got to recognize that. It's not groupy. It's like, yo, you you fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a quality product, though. That's where and it that's, is. And, we ha- <laughs> and, and, and not only that, we have to continue to be responsible to put out. I can't just be like, you know what? K-Dot's going to fuck with us. I'm going to record from my cell phone, and it's going to sound like trash. No, I'm not. 
<laughs> I can't do that. I have to continue to do. You. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So, you know, man, you know, crab in the bucket, man. Hey, y'all, no, don't worry about that bucket. You know what I'm saying. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like that bucket. Fuck the bucket. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, thank you guys. Thank you. Beyonce versus Michael no Jackson. Beyonce versus Michael Jackson. Is that a whoa? Wait, what? wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> First off, got? that's not even a real question. What? Not even a real question. What you mean? That's it gonna be always good. be Michael Jackson. Oh man, no. Every time you bugging. Oh, Every like I have the, the answer like to a this. Real, like a real question would be like oh, MJ versus Prince. Like, but you saying no, com- ma'am? Uh, yeah. I said, oh man. Who you got? I mean, are we talking Sans. about all time? Are we? <laughs> Let's be real. She hit me with the sand. Let's right. be real. That ain't even fair, Cornhead <laughs> Sands. Come on, stop Let's it. Let's be real. Lord. Coachella Judgment just changed 20. my mind. Oh, stop. Thank you. P.D. Pablo. I just saw hey. somebody said P.D. Pablo did it first in, in uh, what was that? That band movie. P.D. Pablo. I think it came out with the marching band, okay? And his the white perfor- fur coat, okay? Hey, his performance probably was like. <laughs> she, she did it twice, though. She did it again hey. today, last She's night. She's been practicing whatever. a long time. Hey, P.D. Pablo. After the twins, that's all she did. P.D. Okay? Pablo and performance br- was probably three minutes. Beyonce yeah. was on that bitch like two but hours. But did it first. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Always gonna be michael so here this is this is the thing like i hate to it's hard to do it's like michael jordan versus lebron james all right this is what i can say beyonce on stage performing gives me a better show than mike listen listen to what i'm saying peep game peep game she gives me a better show than mike because i think you know beyonce first of all you know when she performing she stays in her pitch i think she's a better singer than mike I think she, yeah, I think Michael, <laughs> yeah, Michael's a, he whispered. I don't think Beyonce's a great singer. What? You tripping. Okay, 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 so check it out. So I think Mike is a, do- this is what I could say. My, if I, if I had to say on stage in front of us, I think Beyonce gives you more. Videos, nobody can fuck with Mike. Video Mike was the dopest person ever. He used to have a movie like that's edited Mike though. But Mike it, but had at the great si- video producers. Man, editing, Mike editing pro- wise. video wise, nobody. Everybody had editors though. Mike video wise, nobody can touch him. But that's I mean, but that's not live. That's edited. Like he, I'm still going. That's, with Mike. It's a video. Like I feel like Beyonce wins because we're talking live, yeah. like. In the moment, I feel like Beyonce wins because Beyonce has more available resources. Like she, has I agree. Studied, that's why I said it's hard to study the craft yeah. from Michael. Yeah. Like that's where she learned it. Yeah. So and Michael got it. And Michael got it from James Brown. People I think there was a time where people were saying taking Mike over James Brown. But this is what I'm saying. There was a time and there was a time that where they were saying, "There's no way Mike can outperform James Brown." And then Mike stepped it up to the next level. And Mike was coming out of screens. He was coming out of you know what I'm saying? There was a time people would say you're crazy that you know and that's where I think that is trend I think that's where that Beyonce has had like you said resources, things she can do. She got 800 people behind her, special right. dancers with, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just I think it's the next level. Mike had the Mike ain't nobody <laughs> Mike had like Mike had four moves. Okay, but they was the bottom <laughs> four moves. Okay. <laughs> We're yeah. not about to argue about this yeah. because nah, I just like hands down, I like he that. had the glove. Oh, okay, where Beyonce get her glove from? Where she get the single lady's glove from? Single lady glove. I just want to say. <laughs> okay, let's go. 
Uh. All right, I just had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> had nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you guys for coming on to the Stakes is High podcast. No Jess, you gotta come back, man. I know. I have fun. I gotta come back. I yeah. miss, I miss you gotta come podcasting. you gotta be here when TC's here for sure. <laughs> Me and TC <laughs> always <the> argue. <laughs> We've be been wrong. better. We've been oh, better. Me no. and TC we TC and I have been better That's with the you arguing. Stop. You just stop arguing with him. That now we've been agreeing better. more. Okay. <laughs> I also haven't been listening very as much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, your job. I give it to you, your <laughs> job. <laughs> your job is I know you've been working hard. I've tried to catch the episodes when I can. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You're gonna lose the ba- you're gonna lose your title of That's fine. Uh, give it up to somebody. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you guys. You guys wanna tell your socials and all that. That's what you got going on. I know you're doing oh, your thing Lord. with Zeke. Tell us what you got going on um, if anybody wanna I mean, I don't have it. <laughs> I have I mean I'm working. You know, I'd be some more clients busy. though, you know? Yeah. Right, you better rap. She's into PR. Yeah, yeah, She's great on. at marketing, nah, social her, media. Yeah. <laughs> she don't want to do it. I'm gonna do it for yeah, her. What's happening? That's yeah. what friends are for. We talked about this in in girl girl talk the other day too about I'm how we don't um, like those of us with businesses don't self promote. And that's why we can't support black business. I know it's. But come on, man. Let's self promote. So, come on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Instagram. Yes, I'm Des. Yes, underscore I'm underscore Des. D E S. Um, that's on Instagram. I'm on there constantly. I am a publicist. I work with entertainers, creatives, small business owners, authors, anybody, anything. Um, I do, you know, social media, media relations, things like that. So hit me up. Um, just DM me on Instagram or I will respond. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much Who's what I got. Who's people you working with? Uh, Zeke, who was on the show yes. a couple weeks ago, um, I'm working with a new charter school called Allegiant Prep Academy. Uh, they will be opening this summer, the end of the summer, um, in Hallville. So that's a new prep school. If you are looking for kindergarten, first grade, uh, it's a free um, charter school. Mm-hmm. So. You can roll your, your kids. You can roll your kids, drop them off, get you a couple of longs donuts. Right. And- AllegiantPrep.org. Hey, did um, you get them longs? <laughs> Overrated. Hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> overrated. You tried. You tried. I it. would have to agree. What? The longs overrated, man. Yard. For the Indianapolis people. Why? Good. It's like Krispy Kreme. You have to pay cash for. Absolutely not. <laughs> overrated. You better get some. The blueberry boys. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Like, now, I've the had cakes are good. Cakes are good. Cake, cake donuts are good. I would take the Taylor's blueberry. Bakery over Longs Ooh, any day. Wait a minute. And people that's not from Indianapolis, like, what the hell are they talking about? I'm not from Indianapolis. And no, I'm talking Taylor's, about people who's Taylor's listening. Taylor's has good donuts. Don't get me wrong. Oh, those but are over Longs. I think you guys have longs? loyalty. <laughs> it's not good. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, it's overrated. But, you know. Anywho. We'll have, you know, we've had I this digress. conversation before. All right. Yes, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> you guys hit Dez uh, up. There's that. She's dope. Yeah, we will have her tagged okay. in all our uh, all our uh, posts. Hit her up if you have some ideas of needing a PR, a publicist, and all that good stuff. If you're an author uh, looking to do something, you just take you take questions for the free, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> it, you know, you free be like, yeah, keep free right. consultation. <laughs> free consultation. <laughs> right, we can cool, talk. Cool. Okay. It doesn't take me long to figure out if you. <laughs> 
I'm ready for this or not. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you guys for listening. Please hit us up on our social media. TC told you guys where that was. We want to thank Krav Magal Indie Worldwide for our sponsorship of this month. Uh, shout out to Jeff. I am about to get enrolled into some classes uh, full time after I get back from Vegas. So I'm um, excited about that. And um, yeah, so if you guys have any uh, you guys want to do um, uh, some you want to do some sponsorship with us, uh, hit us up on our email. Uh, TC told you what it was. He's good at that. Get your life. Steak, uh, it's stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, hit us up, man. We, you know, we're not trying to bust any heads. It's, uh, you know, we, we are just trying to support the individuals out there and give them a platform to, you know, have other people, um, you know, uh, hear what your product is. All right? All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Stakes is high Bye. podcast. Peace.